Smoke veils the air like souls in drifting suspension Jane N. Phillips. The smoke never returns to the fire. Marty Rubin. I watch the season's progress, the days dying, growing colder, like death itself, from the summer heat peaks from the comfort of a recently purchased camp chair pointed west toward the face of the falling sun, absorbing the few bits of warmth squeezing between gusts of brisk wind that send a chill up my bare ankles, down my exposed neck, causing an involuntary shudder when the two meet at my belly and ripple toward my extremities. Fuck, I'm cold. The smattering of fallen leaves, mostly brown with a few yellows and fewer reds newly escaped from the sugar maple slip across the grass when disturbed by the twitchy squirrels prepping for the long, cold, dark winter. A depressing thought. Or when the wind generates enough power to scrape them from the short grasses and twigs. The breeze, welcome during the dog days of summer, is now a nuisance. Besides chilling my bones, it snuffs the ember at the tip of my incense stick, desert sage-scented, forcing me to relight from a small lighter that tends to burn my fingers when the flickering flame heats up the metal bits. This sage scent is my current favorite knocking the Indian temple incense from the top of the ladder. My temple is the outdoors. In essence, desert sage is, for me, a temple incense. Though called desert sage it smells neither of desert nor of sage. More how someone who never visited either might dream the sage would smell in a dry desert. Still, it does in a pinch helping bridge the 1,000 miles separating me from both, if not in scent then in the imagery conjured in my head by the name as I fantasize about wandering aimlessly immersed in the aroma of sage on crisp desert mornings. After lighting the stick for the umpteenth time, I return my book, The Solace of Open Spaces by Gretel Ehrlich, a book I'm reading to prepare my psyche for an upcoming trip, to my beaten leather satchel, the distress from where adding character to the deeply tanned cowhide. It is a lovely piece of workmanship but in need of a good shellacking of mink oil. I cut my hands around the incense, stick, now inverted so it burns up instead of down, the flame eagerly consuming. The inversion burns more smoothly. Backlit by the falling sun, the smoke takes on an entirely different personality. Still erratic, its glow at times swirling on the breezes, at other times shimmying the stick like a liquid monkey swimming up the dark brown bark of a perfectly straight tree trunk. I wonder if mathematics has equations to characterize smoke flow or, if the dynamic is so complex, a supercomputer would be needed to render the smoke comprehensible and reproducible in digital form. Even on a breezeless day, the dance feels random, unpredictable. How then could an equation or a group of interrelated equations ever map the chaos on a day of swirling winds? There is a romance to smoke captured regularly in fiction and in the old-time black and white movies where the femme talk to the ohm through crossing smoke streams rising and ambling from unfiltered cigarettes while the couple savor an alcoholic beverage, one neat, one rocky at an intimate bar table with a sad lamp hanging low over their heads. The femme was always blonde, the ohm short-cropped and dark wearing a hat slightly cocked exuding sex appeal, arrogance, mystery. Yin and yang. All the romance of the imagery never once betraying the slowly blackening lungs nor the heinous cancer on their horizons. Thankfully, the allure never hypnotized me sufficiently to pick up the foul habit that killed my father. The second-hand smoke appears to have poisoned my mother as well taking her away a few months ago. Did my years living with a heavy smoker, three packs a day, until my mid-twenties when he had emergency heart surgery, plant the poison seeds in my lungs? Does my future hold lung cancer, too? Time will tell, if I live that long, three generations of heart disease may win the race. Can't change history. Futile to dwell in maybes. Don't worry about it. The bliss of ignorance. The incense spent breaks the mesmerizing hold. I again feel the cold. Time to head home. Hope there are a few more days I can sit in the park and enjoy the dancing smoke before the bitterness traps me indoors until spring. October 9, 2020